Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great America Show. Truth, justice, and the American way. Great to have you with us. It's been a bad week for the leftist Justice Department's prosecutors, four men on trial in a Michigan court for conspiracy to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Two were acquitted of all charges, and the jury deadlocked on the other two. All four men used FBI entrapment as their defense. The highest profile domestic terror case in decades is over, and it's ended in a huge defeat for federal prosecutors. And a January 6th defendant was acquitted as well this week, relying on video that the Justice Department still refuses to allow the American public to see. Video that proved that the FBI and DOJ should never have charged Matthew Martin in the first place. 17,000 hours of video of January 6th on Capitol Hill is still classified, kept from public view. This Department of Justice and its Democrat henchmen are a national disgrace. We have a new Supreme Court justice, Katanji Brown-Jackson, confirmed last week. She is now Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. Justice Jackson is the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. She replaces another liberal, now former justice, Stephen Breyer, who served on the high court for more than 27 years. In Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey declared, quote, if the good Lord made you a boy, you're a boy, end quote. That is, she signed a bill into law, making it a felony for doctors to give children gender-altering drugs. But we've all noticed the culture wars are running hotter in America of late, and the national political divide is widening. We have with us today a congresswoman who is simply a warrior for truth, justice, and the American way, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. She's pro-life, she's pro-Second Amendment, and proudly America first. Congresswoman Greene is, of course, smart, she's strong, and right fearless in the culture wars fight, and of course she drives Democrats, Marxists, leftists, and rhinos all nuts. She's an absolutely great American, in other words. And Congresswoman, it is great to have you with us. Uh, you are busy taking on, uh, every, it seems like, every enemy of the American way our, and our, our founding values, uh, and I have to compliment you. It is exhilarating to, to watch you uh, as you take on these challenges because they're not they're not exactly uh, without some considerable resource and power in our, our body politic. You, you've been going after the rhinos for supporting Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Uh, that puts you in a very rare group of people with the courage uh, to do so. Uh, what has been the reaction as you take on her record. 
Well, of course, uh, and thank you for your comments, Lou. I really appreciate it. And that's the whole reason why I ran for Congress is I felt like no one is truly fighting the battles uh, the way that we need Republicans to fight. The reaction on my attacks on Katanji Brown-Jackson uh, has been outrageous. You know, I she has such a horrible record, soft on pedophilia. Um, basically, she's pro-pedophile because of how she's judged from the bench against these horrific monsters, uh, child rapists, child predators, child molesters, and, and people that just have so much child pornography in their possession. And she's giving them the lightest sentences, uh, even even where some of the people that she sent to prison for very short times came out and and were abusing children again. And so she's that's pro-pedophile. If you're that soft and lenient on the worst monsters um, in, in your court, then then and anyone voting for her, I've been saying is pro-pedophile. And unfortunately, that's three Republican senators, Mitt Romney, uh, uh, Collins and Murkowski. And, you know, and I think it's I think it's important for us to call them out because they deserve it. They're, they should not be voting for this woman. Uh, they should not vote to confirm her. Um, and if, by doing so, they're agreeing with her stances and that makes them pro-pedophile. And I'm willing to say it. That's the line in the sand to me uh, is, is pedophilia and transgenderism, putting men in girls' bathrooms and women's sports. It, to me, it's time to take a strong stand up against it. And if that means I have to attack Republicans to do so, well, I'm completely fine with it. Now, my phone has been ringing off the hook in our offices uh, with leftist activists calling and, and upset that, that I'm against her. But, you know, we really don't care. That's not my district. People in my district agree with me. And so I'll keep, keep saying it. Well, good for you. And Susan Collins, when she was confronted with what you had said, tried to 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 uh, be, uh, I, I guess, condescending is the only word, really. Uh, she sort of sniffed and said, well, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, calling GOP senators pro pedophile is obviously, quote unquote, obviously ludicrous and typical. Absolutely. And, you know, she can't defend her her yes vote for um, Katanji Brown Jackson. She can't de defend her position on why she's voting for this pro pedophile uh, Supreme Court justice nominee that has been nominated by Joe Biden. And that's her that's that's her fault. And you know what it is? It's not me. I'm not the only one saying this. This is what a lot of Republican voters are saying. Republican voters are sick and tired of this. And, you know, Joe Biden set out to nominate a black woman uh, to the Supreme Court. Well, you know, he's doing a great injustice to all the other black women who could have been nominees if he wanted to, you know, make it all about identity. And he should have nominated one that's not pro pedophile. And then perhaps um, Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Murkowski could could vote for for that nominee um, instead of being so into the identity politics and serving Joe Biden's disastrous agenda, Susan Collins and Mitt Romney and Murkowski, um, you know, they they could have voted for someone better. But no, they're, they've decided that they serve Joe Biden and his agenda so much so that they're pro-pedophile and voting for a pro-pedophile uh, Supreme Court justice nominee. Uh, but she's done almost nothing in the appellate court uh, uh, to which she was appointed a year ago, 
and, and they are acting just as though they're making an anti-Trump vote here, uh, going uh, after someone who is pro-pedophile, as you say. Uh, it, it's just really amazing that these three Romney rhinos, including Romney himself, behave like this. It's as if their ignorance is is just endless. Well, that's the problem with uh, some Republicans in the Republican Party. We call them rhinos. Uh, we might as well call them Democrats. You know, they they serve the Democrat agenda much more so than they do the Republican uh, ideals and positions. Mm-hmm. And you know, at this point right now, we should we the the last uh, the people that are victimized most. And this is children. And that's the Democrat agenda, you know, and that's why I keep saying the line has been drawn in the sand with Democrats and Joe Biden's agenda. You're either pro pedophile or you're not, period. You're either pro uh, transgender biological men in little girls bathrooms and in women's sports or you're not, period. Like we need to stop. We need to stop being soft on these issues because. We are entering into a place where women's rights have been completely destroyed this past year. Uh, Woman of the year is actually a biological man. Uh, Female, um, you know, athlete of the year basically is Leah Thomas, uh, who's set every record there is in women's swimming. Uh, And we really should be calling him Bill Thomas because his name is William and he's a man. And, you know, now we have the Jeopardy winner, <laughs> women, uh, top female Jeopardy winner, even on a game show, is actually a biological man um, who I think he was Tom and now he's Amy. So, you know, and then and then when it comes to pedophilia, especially with this um, grooming and indoctrination that the left is pushing on our children through schools and library books and Disney and just through culture and social media. Um, it's it's time for Republicans to be the party that stands up for faith and family for freedom, freedoms, but also is the party that defends children. And so I'm not apologizing to anyone. I'm doubling down. And if Susan Collins gets her feelings hurt, well, that's her problem. She needs to stop being pro-pedophilia. Well, good for you for standing your ground and for representing uh, millions of Americans who put the safety uh, of our children uh, and our families uh, as preeminent. Uh, and it's stunning to think that there could be any empathetic rationalization of what she has done in those sentences. And in one case, uh, uh, apologizing uh, to the pedophile. Uh, and, and, in, and in several cases, they simply, the Democrats, the, the Marxists, I should say, on the Judiciary Committee, tried to withhold information from the other senators on the Judiciary Committee because it reflects very badly on Judge Jackson. Oh, absolutely. And why is, you know, with with every disaster from Joe Joe Biden, why are Republicans helping him? I mean, we have everything from his failure in Afghanistan, uh, arming the Taliban and abandoning Americans to uh, the wide open border policies that's going to completely enable an invasion at the southern border by the millions starting just next month, Um, all the way to uh, ridiculously unnecessary, unnecessarily high gas prices. You know, you know, and you can name one problem after another problem. Why are Republicans in the Senate voting to confirm any of his nominations? They should be taking a hard stand in the only place that we can, which is in the Senate. They should stop helping Joe Biden. 
Um, but but unfortunately, these Republicans are are sellouts. They're rhinos, Republican in name only, and people are tired of it. Uh, it's an embarrassment to the nation what he has done. Uh, you can go across his. I, I mean, the, and, and getting rid of the, uh, the the ability to remove illegal immigrants uh, under Title Forty Two. It's it's going to be a nightmare, and many are saying that we're going to watch the largest land invasion of our border uh, by these illegal immigrants in the coming days. The man is impaired. He does not know what he's doing. He has been dysfunctional in, and incapable and, frankly, just inept at everything he's touched. You're supposed to ignore the fact that he's wandering around in a uh, a social for President Obama at the White House and doesn't even know where he is. I, I mean, this is frightening stuff to the American people. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, Lou, you know how it is here on the Hill. The Republicans that have been here for so long are just completely disconnected from the American people. They don't even know what their voters want anymore. And they're just clueless and they're just friends with everyone. And so people like Mitt Romney and Collins and Murkowski, they've just been here too long and they'd rather help their friend Joe Biden than actually um, take a stand and, and, and not be pro pedophile and protect children. Uh, from some kind of disaster on the Supreme Court, which is, you know, the, the most powerful court in our land. But but even even more so, Lou, I, I want to step into something. This is why from the beginning I have been introducing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden. And I can't understand why my Republicans colleagues, you know, the majority of them don't want to get with the program here. I mean, we have a president that is a disaster in every single way. And he's he's also mentally incompetent. He's clearly confused much of the time. He can he takes orders uh, from his staff and his wife and has to have talking points and, and palm cards when he talks to the press because he's incapable of doing it without help. And this is a danger for our entire country. And then here's a lot of the pushback I get. Everyone goes, well, you don't want to make Kamala Harris president. And I say, you know what? Actually, politically, that would be the best thing that could happen because the Democrats hate Kamala. They can't stand her. Democrat voters only gave her less than 1% in the Democrat primary. So Kamala at least would have to own every single disaster that's happening. And they Democrat voters would be even less likely to defend her in a 2024 um, presidential primary. And Republican voters would be fired up to come out and, and make sure they voted her out of office. So she's she's really no threat whatsoever. And plus, she would be illegitimate. That's the other most fun part to me is they you know, people are worried about her being the first woman president, but she'd be an illegitimate one because she wouldn't be elected in. And that's the funniest part about it is she'd only be there uh, because Joe Biden was impeached. And I think I think everything is so bad with Joe Biden. Um, you know, he's compromised with Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, the proof is there that they have completely abused his positions of power in office um, with corrupt business dealings in foreign countries. His failure at the border is is just an impeachable offense in itself. And I think there's Democrats that may even cross the line because they know they're going to lose their reelections uh, because of his disastrous agenda. So. I would love to see more courage. I would love to, to fire people when they need to be fired. And Joe Biden is certainly one of those people. Yeah, I, I 
I think that it's remarkable that we have Republicans in the Senate and the House who are who refuse to see what's before them. The American people see a doddering old man trying to get across a stage, and he can't do it without help from his wife leading him by the hand across the stage, down the steps, into the audience. At the very least, somebody should tell him, I would think, Congresswoman, just shut up, Joe. You'll be far better off. You know, what's even more stunning, though, is we know the world is laughing at him. We know that President Putin and, and Xi of China and, and, and dictators around the world who uh, just not so long ago respected and were afraid of America because of President Trump and our strong position in the world. But now I think they're laughing even harder at the American people and Congress for being completely inept and unwilling to do anything about it, to, to do anything about about our pathetic president. Um, you know, that's that's actually what's more disappointing to me. It's one thing that he's in there, but it's another thing that we tolerate it and we don't do anything about it. And that's why I just keep saying impeach Joe Biden, impeach Joe Biden. I mean, we watched President Trump get impeached twice for absolutely nothing. Um, Bill Clinton was impeached and we know why he was impeached, but but for us to tolerate this disaster, national security crisis, uh, mental incompetence, and and uh, just it's it's really sad. His 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 failure at the end of life is on the world stage, and our whole entire country uh, we're all at risk for it. Uh, we're the ones to blame that we're not getting rid of him and taking him out of office. So that's the part that bothers me the most. Yeah, and the idea that. Joe Biden is compromised in his role as president. Uh, we, we learned from Fox News today that Joe Biden wrote a college recommendation letter for the son of Hunter Biden's Chinese business partner, according to emails. Uh, this is just one more piece of evidence that, yes, yes, President Biden did know what his son Hunter was doing in business with all of the governments and highly connected businesses uh, in each of those countries that produce millions of dollars for the Biden family. This has to, there has to be a special counsel investigation now. Uh, it is just over the top, the laptop. We now know that the New York Times, the Washington Post, and we know the rest of the corporate owned media did the same thing. They ignored the story. They bought into the excuse from the 50 so-called uh, veterans of uh, the intelligence community that this was just Russian propaganda uh, when they knew full well. And even the attorney general, Congressman, knew that he was lying in the debate with President Trump when he said he had no uh, connection to it whatsoever and dismissed it because he could hide behind the shield given him by the five uh, former CIA heads who said, ah, Russian disinformation, that'll be good enough for you to deflect anything on that stage. And indeed it was. And Barr didn't have the guts to go in and say, I'm sorry, folks, the president, uh, the vice president uh, just lied. He is disqualified uh, from being president of the United States. He didn't want to intervene in the election. But it was perfectly fine to lie and cheat to get that election. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right, Lou. And that that is isn't that the shocking part about it? But that's where I blame Republicans. Like we know all these things to be true. 
but we we don't fight like the Democrats do, right? The Democrats, I mean, they go all out in a witch hunt and a war against President Trump and other Republicans. I mean, they they want to put every single one of us in jail for the riot at the Capitol on January 6th that none of us had anything to do with. And, you know, but that's our failure. The Republican Party doesn't fight back. We don't, we hardly fight at all. And, and you know, that's why I was calling uh Mitt Romney, Murkowski and Collins pro pedophile, because it's like, my goodness, if we're going to stand up for something, can't we vote no to this woman who's pro pedophile? So it's like, is that who you are? You're pro pedophile, too. I mean, we have to fight somewhere. But it's so obvious with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and his laptop and their business dealings. And it's not just Hunter Biden. We got to remember John Kerry's son is a part of it as well. And from my understanding, Nancy Pelosi has family members involved. And, and but this is how the Democrats do it. They use the government and they use uh, uh, different positions of power to funnel federal dollars into investments. And the the new thing that's come to light that I that I'm just amazed at is this uh, meta metabiota that the company the bio the the bio lab that Hunter Biden's company yeah and Ukraine was actually funding and guess what I know they receive federal dollars I just got to find the trail for it but they um, Black and Veatch who is the company that received the grant the federal grant to build the bio labs over in Ukraine well uh lo and behold metabiota was also a uh, uh, under contract with black and beach so that is federal dollars right there that you know flowed through through that grant money into black and beach into metabiota which was hunter biden's company um and also uh rosemont seneca so there's i mean it can be proven we just ha- we have we republicans have to be willing to do it and dig in deep and and just finally defeat these people because yeah. they are so corrupt. It, it's it all can be done if we just will be willing to do it. I couldn't agree with you more. And it requires uh, some considerable effort on the part of the Republican Party. They've accepted the fact that the deep state is waging war on the Republican Party. The deep state is absolutely indifferent to what they do to uh, to run right over the Republican Party. They work for the Democrats. Uh, the intelligence chiefs of the intelligence community were anti-Trump. They were scared to death of him because they didn't know what to do with the man who wanted to bring our troops home, who wanted to close bases abroad, unlike, of course, General Milley, who now says we've got to build some more permanent bases in Europe and protect the poor, weak, little uh, uh, Europeans from the big, bad uh, Russia. Uh, it looks to me like Ukraine's doing pretty well with our assistance uh, in, in staving off the Russians. Uh, it's, it's a great embarrassment for them, but I cannot for the life of me understand, Congresswoman, I cannot understand at all how it is that any American thinks it's our job to go to Europe and defend these countries. Uh, we're talking about the United Kingdom, France, Germany. These are powerful militaries, or should be, uh, and the and the Europeans suddenly we <laughs> they're our responsibility. Uh, this is insane, uh, and we can't afford it. We've squandered trillions of dollars in the Middle East wars, and now we're supposed to do the same for Europe. Uh, no way. President Trump wouldn't have stood with for it for a moment. Uh, 
uh, and we won't even defend our southern border. It is disgusting what we're watching uh, flow out of the minds of these left-wing Marxists who make up the Democratic Party. It is disgusting, and it's it's tragic, and it's tragic for our country. And I totally agree with you. Um, and I don't think I think most Americans are drastically against going to war in Ukraine, especially against a nuclear armed uh, adversary like Russia. Um, you know, and and everyone, it's 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 like without saying, we all are heartbroken for the Ukrainian people. We all. Um, you know, mourn for the ones that are lost. And it's terrible to see the images on television and, and understand what's happening to them. But it's not America's responsibility to defend their borders. It's Americans' responsibility to defend our own borders, which we aren't doing. And our federal government is, that is constitutionally, uh, one of the roles of the federal government is to defend every single state in our republic from invasion. And, and the federal government is not doing that. And even so, even worse, they're enabling it. And they're actually making it happen by flying these people in the dark of night across the country into in interior states. And, you know, that's, that is the tragedy, Lou. But the, the war in Ukraine, um, I, I really, truly believe that it's causing in our participation by prolonging it, because we are prolonging it when we're providing more weapons and more uh, just providing it, it means that we're giving them the ability to fight longer when inevitably and very tragically for Ukraine, it appears that Russia will uh, win this conflict. And they are, they already have gained so much land there in Ukraine. Um, and so more people just die. Uh, but what's worse is how it's affecting trade around the world. And I don't want to be in, in a globalist economy, but it, we are stuck in a global economy now. And yeah. it's going to affect food prices and people are going to starve uh, because of this. And the sanctions are doing nothing. Actually, they they are pushing Putin away and making him more powerful as he makes relationships with India and China and Saudi Arabia, and the UAE and more countries. So we, we aren't doing anything. We're making things worse. When the Biden administration started watching. Uh, their military, the intelligence at the, of this administration started watching those Russian troops form up on the eastern border of Ukraine. They should have begun immediately working with our allies, building a plan, contingency plans, defensive plans for Ukraine, putting into position immediately uh, the, the, the rockets, the anti-missiles, excuse me, the anti-aircraft missiles. Uh, the anti-tank weapons, uh, the javelins, the stingers, had all of that and more in position so that there would be no mistake on the part of the Russians about what would happen when they crossed that border. Uh, this is a an administration of fools. I don't care whether we're talking about the Secretary of State, the National Security Advisor, to uh, to a man who really should should not even be in the Oval Office for a host of reasons, by the way. Uh, and instead, now we're sitting here talking about how devastating it is for Ukraine. This president should be absolutely uh, dressed down and sent on his way, uh, whether it's through impeachment, the 25th Amendment, uh, whether it is just common sense and a, and a medical, any way they want to deal with it. But it is we are putting our country's national security at risk every day. This man is in the White House and these apt fools and the corporate media 
who will not focus on it, uh, are, they're just as disgusting on this, just as culpable on this issue as they are on the laptop for Hunter Biden, for the, the obvious corruption of the Biden family and their decision to ignore the irregularities, the anomalies, uh, and the outright fraud in the 2020 election. They, again, are, are complicit in trying to destroy this great nation of ours. Oh, they, they are. They're completely complicit. But, you know, there's something more um, you can't help but to draw this conclusion with all of the corruption in Ukraine and the, the you know, exposing the bio labs and exposing Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and, you know, the different business deals, corrupt business deals they had there. You can't help but to conclude that a war in Ukraine, uh, you know, destroys a lot of evidence and it and it really covers up anyone's ability to really expose the truth about what Democrats mm -hmm. and Joe Biden and his family have done over there. Uh, so it seems like, unfortunately, for the Ukrainian people who are really the victims of it all, um, this war does serve a, a very dark purpose uh, for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And, you know, it just you can't help but to think that. And you can't help but think that perhaps this was part of the motivation in what uh, it was uh, certainly just an evil ploy on the part of the Democrats to go after a sitting president. But I think they were very concerned that with uh, President Trump's uh, energy and interest uh, in finding out what had happened in Ukraine uh, with Joe Biden, Hunter Biden uh, and the family scandal there, that he might uh, become aware of the uh, the presence of those research laboratories and and really, we've, we're not watching anybody pursue the issue of are, were those laboratories and uh, in any way a subterfuge so that we could get around proscriptions against that kind of uh, research uh, in the United States? And how many other countries have such uh, government funded uh, gain of function research going on uh, in their laboratories because we used it to circumvent our own laws against exactly that research. Yes, that's right. And, it, and it's such dangerous research. Well, and, and then here's why it's so important for us to take back the House, Lou. We can't, we don't have any investigative power right now. Republicans don't. Um, and that is one of the goals that I'm very much looking forward to is if we can gain the majority, if Republican voters give us a chance, is that we can do these investigations and expose the truth and then hopefully truly hold them accountable, um, you know, when we can take back the White House. And, you know, the best thing we can do is do these investigations. And then when we gain full power back, we need to gut the agencies like the Department of Justice and like the FBI and like these other these different agencies that really prevent uh, true justice being had for the American people and, and that we can actually um, prosecute people and go after people and hold them accountable for these grave crimes and injustices that they have done, especially uh, with our tax dollars funding things like gain of function, um, the, the creation of COVID-19, um, and, and exposing who all's involved and how much money went to it. I can't think of anything more evil than than those things. And, and God knows what else there is. And, you know, there's not just bio labs in Ukraine. We have funded biolabs in also other countries like Georgia and Kazakhstan, 
And I think the question is, is of course, we want scientific research that stops uh, deadly diseases, but what, what are we funding the creation of them? And, and if so, why I, I can't, you know, bioweapons are terrifying and they shouldn't exist. And I don't think the American people want their hard earned tax dollars going to making them, especially in foreign countries. And uh, we need to talk to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, uh, who wants mm-hmm. us to have permanent bases in Eastern Europe. Well, I'd like the son of a gun to explain what the, happened with that, uh, those research laboratories and what he's been up to. I'd also like to understand what part he missed about no boots on the ground. And who the hell does he think he is uh, advocating for boots on the ground in Eastern Europe? The man is an advisor to President Biden. He is nothing more than that. He doesn't have any part in the chain of command. Uh, And the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, I just can't even believe the quality of people that are in the United States uh, Department of Defense. It It is shocking. We've got we've got a recruiting problem. And, the, you know, the way they reported it, uh, for uh, particularly for the Army, they reported it that the numbers, uh, the Army is reducing its numbers because there's been some issue with recruiting. No, the, the numbers are telling them to reduce the size of the force. They're not making that decision. They can't even get enough people to, to sign up for the military because they've seen the way they're treated. Can you imagine explaining to a recruit, you know, you're, you're going to be just fine, just like those Marines in Kabul. Uh, we may not have time to protect you. We may not have time to come back and get you, uh, but, you know, it, it'll, it'll work out all right. And by the way, it's okay if you fight a war for 20 years in Afghanistan, and we're going to say fight a third world country for two decades and walk out with our tail between our legs. Who in his or her right mind? would say, sign me up for that, Sarge. I can't wait. Who, who would do that? I don't know. Not my, not my son. And I know a lot of young people don't want to have anything to do with that. It's like throwing your life away and not to mention how they've been forced to take the vaccine and the ones that didn't want to take it have, have been discharged. And, you know, that's who, yeah, like you said, who wants to be treated that way? Um, And then, you know, all these years of foreign conflicts, where they were given rules of engagement, where they basically are being shot at and killed and maimed before they're even allowed to fire back and defend themselves. It's it's a disaster from the top down and the bottom up, especially uh, we can add in the training, the woke training where they're, you know, they have to undergo this ridiculous, the ridiculous ideology of the sick and satanic left. Um, you're right, Lou. I mean, my goodness, we're, it's such a disservice, not only to our military, but our entire country. And that's why this has got to end. I just keep saying it over and over. We got to impeach Joe Biden and show these people that we mean business. Uh, it's a silly thing because the American people really need a contract with America. They really do need a set of, of, of promises uh, in the national interest uh, for the for the people and straightforwardly a, a pathway to put that agenda uh, on into law, uh, just as as President Trump did in four years. He is a, an anomaly in a, a modern American presidential history. He did the unthinkable. He campaigned, made promises 
and kept them. Imagine that. And that scared the hell out of the deep state and the radical left. I assure you. Yes, it did. It, it truly did. I mean, it, and then also you add on to he didn't have a lot of help, uh, especially the first two years. He had a, a speaker in the House, uh, Paul Ryan, that wasn't <laughs> helping him at all. As a matter of fact, was making things extremely difficult and making him look bad with horrible budgets. And then he had people in his own White House and, and in the State Department that were completely against him. I don't even think they started getting things turned around until practic- practically his last year of office. And uh, yeah, goodness, if he'd had everyone on his team, <clears throat> it's just hard to imagine. It were, wow, we'd be in a great place. But, you know, uh, stolen elections have consequences, Lou. And we are definitely reeling from all of that. And it's 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 just so sad to me where our country, how much our country has fallen in such a short time. You're fighting back for those who uh, respect human life. We have an opportunity. I truly believe this right now. People are coming to their senses. We're going to look back on this period uh, from the 1970s to now. I think someday with great shame and uh, sadness, but if we can recover uh, from what has been, in my opinion, just a a disastrous uh, policy uh, and, and to think what we permitted in this country under color of law, I, I, I think we can find our way out of this. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I was, I was completely shaken at that news story uh, here in DC where there were, you know, this, these brave uh, uh, pro-life activists um, and Lauren Handy uh, here in D.C. And she handed over these five dead babies that were that it appears to be killed um, by infanticide, uh, which is partial birth abortion. as And then they're murdered yeah. afterwards. And uh, the pictures of those babies that, you know, look to be in the third trimester, you know, capable of living. Uh, and and surviving on their own pretty much uh, if they had been born uh, premature premature to to a family that wanted them, but it's um, the fact that that kind of evil exists. <clears throat> it just I honestly don't know why God doesn't bring judgment against us because <clears throat> if we're willing to do that to the most innocent among us. And we lead women to believe that that's the solution to whatever problem they're facing uh, and, and to and doctors and nurses that will do that to a baby. Then, you know, right now, I just feel like we're lost as a nation. And, and that's why I, I always speak out against it and, you know, call for an I call for an investigation. I'm calling for my Republican colleagues to say something, but hardly any of them have spoken out. I'm not even sure if everyone even knows because the media has hardly covered it. But it was those are horrific pictures. And it reminds us of Dr. Gosnell uh, and his house of horrors here in Washington, D.C., the, the evil abortion doctor that that had done such horrific things and had all these babies in his house. Um, you know, it's just these are the things that shouldn't exist, Lou. They're just yeah. they're like nightmares and done by monsters. And when you have a conversation uh, and I'm talking about just simply with your friends, neighbors, family. Uh, When that conversation goes to abortion, you can see people turn their head. uh, Their eyes, you know, are averted. Uh, They don't want to have a discussion about this important, critically important. I I think uh, it 
eternally important uh, judgment that we've got to make to roll back these laws and this practice of abortion. It's just wrong. It's, it is what we've committed is I think we have to take responsibility for it in this country. We have committed an evil act. Uh, and we have, we're responsible. What would, what if we had 60, 70 million more people who'd been born in this country? Uh, that's what we're responsible for. They're not here today. And the, and the, you talked about a punishment from on high. Uh, this may be that time. Uh, he may be exacting uh, his judgment uh, on us right now. Uh, it's a difficult question. And, and I understand how difficult it is for everyone, but I'm very proud of you for keeping that at the forefront to keeping uh, abortion at the forefront and the, the absolute essential American quality of putting life, treasuring life. And without that principle, we are not, we are not Americans. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's, it, it's not, we shouldn't be doing it. And yeah, it's just, it's hard to even have words for it, Lou. And I, I fully agree with what you said and, and I thank you, but it's, it's like, this is something that we have to talk about. It's an ugliness that no one wants yeah. to think about, but it is, it is such a, such a sin in our entire nation uh, is we're all in, in this sin together because we aren't, we haven't ended it yet. Right. And, and um, no, it's the worst thing you want to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it should be the very thing that we're talking about until we can end it. So thank you so much for being willing, one of the people that are willing to talk about it. Well, and thank you for all you're doing and speaking out and acting. And we now learn from the DEA administrator that China is providing the basic chemicals to the drug cartels in Mexico that are mass producing fentanyl pills. Now, is, there is an incredible development that China is the source of all of the, the chemicals necessary to manufacture fentanyl. Also, they're providing them with all the chemicals to create phony prescription drugs. Uh, in each of these instances, the result is death for Americans. 100,000 dead alone from fentanyl over, uh, overdoses. Yes. And it's, it isn't, isn't it something though, Biden's DEA providing chemicals to the narco state of Mexico so that they can create fentanyl. And then they don't even secure the border and fentanyl is the number one cause of death in young people ages 18 to 45. I mean, if that's not shocking enough, you just, you just can't get past it. Um, you know, you could basically just say, well, Joe Biden is responsible and his DEA is responsible for the fentanyl, uh, poisoning, of uh, being the number one cause of death in young people. And that's, you know, that's another reason why Joe Biden has to be impeached or whatever, the 25th Amendment. We have to remove this man and his people because that's being responsible for murder um, and, and, and enabling it. I mean, he's the best business partner that the cartels in Mexico and the narco state of Mexico have ever had. Joe Biden is the greatest business partner to corrupt countries um, to the most corrupt countries on the planet. And he is our president of the United States. It makes me sick, Lou. It just, it makes me so mad. It makes me so angry. Um, and I just can't take it. I, I, everybody shakes their head and it's like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And everybody, meanwhile, is uh, on the Hill. They're going to the, to the fancy lunchroom at the Senate, the House, uh, and just uh, 
you know, it, it's just a disgusting way to waste time the way most uh, Congress people are, are operating uh, and most senators. I, I, when I think about Mitt Romney, my blood boils because he's perfectly willing to call for a no-fly zone over Ukraine, irrespective of the fact that that would be an act of war. We're left with uh, some of the most incompre incomprehensible uh, people uh, in our government but at a time when we desperately need the, the highest quality of patriot and, uh, and American uh, to, to take on these issues. And you're talking uh, uh, about the pro-pedophile uh, uh, senators, Murkowski and Collins and Romney. Well, this administration, as you say, they're pro-drug cartel because yeah. they are leaving that border open. They are, they, somebody is on the payroll of the cartels here. Let's be honest. Corruption doesn't stop at that southern border and stay in Mexico. It has seeped through this entire country, and too many people are making too much money from the deaths of others for them not to be, at least in some part, corrupted. Uh, and, and this administration is acting like it's, uh, it's, it's indifferent to the collateral damage that's done, the collateral damage, lives destroyed, addicts created that who will never uh, be cured, uh, many of them, unfortunately, tragically. And we have to come to our senses and take responsibility for this great nation. Uh, we have to secure our borders. It's that oh, simple. Yeah, we have to. And, you know, you could, we can take that a step farther and think about like, what is this administration doing to our youngest generation? This, the Biden administration and Democrats today are, are grooming them, grooming them into um, sexual immorality, uh, training them that their gender at birth is not their gender and they can choose any gender they want, training them that, that to be sexual and that their sexual preferences it becomes their identity, which is absolutely a lie and completely evil. And then they're also the same uh, Biden administration and the Democrats that are in, enabling uh, the drug cartels and the narco state of Mexico to poison um, our young people so that, like you said, they either become terrible drug addicts that ruins their life or they die of fentanyl poisoning. Um, just just the attack. And then they're killing the unborn. Let's we can't ever leave that off. Like you said, um, you know, over well uh, approaching 65 million Americans have been murdered in abortion and, and it, it, it being the youngest victims of, of horrific evil. Uh, what the what our government is enabling and our and the Biden administration, the Democrats are doing to our youngest generation of Americans is unforgivable. And it, it's it's beyond, um, you know, you get a, at a loss for words. And that's why I take a really hard stance, Lou, and I never apologize for it. Um, and if it hurts people's feelings because I'm calling Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Murkowski pro pedophile, well, they should stop voting for a woman that is pro pedophile. And, you know, and if it hurts people's feelings that I'm saying yeah. that we need to keep the guys out of sports, then too bad. It, you know, yeah. if it hurts their feelings, too bad. And, you know, we need to stand up. It's, it's pro-woman to say we need to end abortion and we need to be about mothers and motherhood. But most of all, we need to be for children. And that's our youngest generation. We need to protect them and we need to raise them to and, and make them healthy in their, their body, their mind and their soul. And the Democrats are, are doing the exact opposite of that. They're, they're destroying this next generation. And, it, and it, as a mother, it's killing me to watch happen. 
you know, it's it, it's strange that five departments of the Biden administration now will not use the word woman in their communications. I, I, I it, it, how in the world can the American people accept a president and a an administration that decides that woman is no longer a word that is serviceable in communication uh, in the English language? Is, are there any other words I'd like to get rid of? Uh, how about if I'd like to get rid of the word, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, I'd like to get rid of the word uh, democratic activism because it's Marxism uh, posing as something far more benign than it really is. I, I don't. I want to name the enemy. I want to name, uh, I want to name women. And I want our Supreme Court justices to be able to simply say, what a woman is define it it won't it won't hurt you judge jackson it won't hurt you uh it, it's just ridiculous to think of uh where we've come with this administration in a short what 14 15 months uh we always have our the tradition uh, on the show of uh, giving our guests the the last word and congresswoman green i want if i may say thanks for being with us uh, you've been absolutely terrific as always and uh, if you will, uh, your concluding thoughts here today. Well, thank you so much, Lou. I think my concluding thoughts are to remind everyone what the Bible says in, in Matthew 18, 6, where it says, if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. And I believe that's where we are in this country is we need to take a hard stand against the complete um, immorality and evil of the Democrat Party. And then also, I want to point out that I think possibly uh, Barack Obama's words from not too long ago when he talked about if he could ever have a third term, I think he's definitely having a third term now. And it's through this propped up uh, puppet of Joe Biden. And so if the if we can do anything, if Republicans can, can do anything great, we should be fighting back as hard as possible to remove Joe Biden and fire Barack Obama and end his third term uh, before we don't have a country left to live in. Uh, I want to say again, thank you for being with us, uh, Congresswoman, uh, and we appreciate everything that you do. I look forward to our next conversation. Uh, so thank you and God bless you, Congresswoman. Thank you, Lou. God bless you, too. I look forward to talking to you again. Marjorie Taylor Greene great American. Here tomorrow, another great American, David Bossie. He's president of Citizens United, producer of the important new documentary on the 2020 election, entitled, appropriately, I believe, Rigged. You don't want to miss David or his account of Mark Zuckerberg and how $400 million was enough to rig the outcome of the 2020 election. David Bossie joins us here tomorrow. Please be with us. We want to invite you to sign up for our Great America Show Advisory and Newsletter. Simply go to ludobs.com, that's ludobs.com, and click on the email newsletter button. It's as simple as that. And we'll send you our advisories and alerts as well as our weekly newsletter. I don't want to overstate anything, but I'm pretty sure you will absolutely sense at least a small positive change in your world outlook. We invite you to join us and stay in touch. Thank you. That's ludobs.com. 
Thanks, God bless you, and God bless America. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.